<laughs> Welcome back, Egos family. This is episode 10. Uh, I am Jacob <laughs> Grijalva. Yeah, and I'm Mario Rodriguez. And before we get into this episode, we do want to say trigger warning for anybody who gets triggered really easily when it talks about, like, um, this episode does contain a lot of content about mental health, um, and we will provide, like, a couple of websites if you guys really need help to, uh, down below in the description and yes. YouTube and on Instagram. Yes. Um, this this episode definitely will be on the more serious side of conversation. Um, it will be a little bit of a contrast to what you may be used to on this show. However, uh, our goal is to, you know, co- uh, cover a wide variety of topics. Yeah, and if and you have a fucking problem, just a lot of things. fucking unsubscribe. That's true. Bitch. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, whoa. sorry. Anyway, <laughs> one thing I do want to say, though, is that you can completely disregard what we said last episode about us being in the same clothing, because the episode we recorded after that fucking sucked, because we were tired. So, we're redoing it, and this is it. However, you know, we're changing wait, the topic. Wait, 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 before we get into a serious topic, you know what was funny? That um, every time we have like our main topic as school stories, it just never gets posted. Yeah. It just gets deleted because we don't like it, or it just goes, something goes wrong. Yeah. I guess I guess God just doesn't want us to cover school stories, which is fine. Yeah. So today, uh, the uh, obviously, like he said, the main focus is a lot on mental health. Um, I I think a good way to start this. I'm so sorry. It's I'm okay. so sorry. It's I don't okay. mean to be laughing. It just right before we started, I I don't know. I, I don't even know what happened. I just started laughing because something <laughs> funny happened. I swear this is gonna be a serious episode. I just had to get my giggles out of the way. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) so uh, I guess a good way to start off this conversation is we uh, had uploaded a poll to our Instagram story um, asking if you guys, uh, it's completely confidential, we're not going to say anybody's response now, but the question was um, if anybody, uh, if you or anybody you knew uh, suffered from anxiety in any sort of way. Um, every single person who, uh, who responded voted yes. Um, so I think this goes to show, um, and one thing that we should make very clear initially is that feeling any of these sorts of feelings, whether it's anxiety or depression or just general general sense of sadness or or anything of the sort no matter what's causing it it's okay and completely normal uh that poll alone uh i guess the main purpose of it was to show how common it really is because i think anybody could have guessed that on a poll like that the answer would be yes because uh, almost everybody i know has had issues with anxiety before and if they haven't you almost certainly know somebody who does um it's definitely it's it's a very common thing um same with like depression it it wasn't the same uh thing as anxiety with the poll but um it's also a very common thing for someone at some point in their life to feel very depressed and have like a very depressive episode or a point in their life where it was just too much to handle and they're just in this weird funk that they are not really like sure how to like deal with yeah um i know for a lot of people um it's very hard to express that kind of thing because um i know a lot of people who have always been a little bit 
hesitant or nervous to uh, speak about the way they feel because they, uh, a lot of times it's because they are in a situation where somebody or something makes them feel like they, you know, even if they were to come out and say something about it, it wouldn't change anything and it wouldn't matter and nobody would listen or care. Um, and you know, that is kind of sad because I, like, I know the feeling, I know a lot of adults nowadays, um, a lot of them are very understanding, which is very good, but a lot of them also say like, oh, when I was a kid, you know, this kind of stuff wasn't around, yeah. like, like not everybody got anxious like that, like, yeah. what's just the world be like, coming to? Yeah, a lot of adults would just be like, I had to suck it up, so you just have to suck it up too, like, it's not that yeah. big, a de- or yeah. a big deal. Or and a lot of times, they, they try to pass it off as, like, tough love, and, um, I, you know, I don't necessarily agree with that. I'm not going to go into, like, you know, what is correct and not correct responses or parenting, but... I guess the point is, don't be afraid to reach out. And like Mario said before, um, we will be providing links in the description of the YouTube video if anybody needs any kind of help. Everybody needs help at some point. Um, Mostly everybody. Uh, Like, I've definitely reached out to people and asked for help before. Um... And it's very common to have to do that, and it's quite okay, <laughs> regardless of what people might tell you. It's it's perfectly fine to reach out to somebody and ask for help. And if you feel like there's nobody, then you know yeah. there whether, are dedicated numbers and and people yeah. to reach out to for that kind of thing. Yeah, whether it's like a friend, a teacher, a parent, um, a counselor, you know, there's always somebody willing to listen to make sure that you're okay. Um, of course, like different. Like, people will, you're just going to have to be careful what you say because a teacher might take something more serious than, like, your best friend, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, it is honestly pretty hard. I'm, I feel like it's a bit more difficult for males to express their emotions because of the toxic masculinity that the world has, like, given us. And I'm not saying, like, guys have it, like, terrible. I'm yeah, yeah. not saying that. I'm just saying, like, when it comes to, like, opening up and talking about their feelings, it's just one that is pretty difficult to do with the fact that you're a man you're supposed to just suck it up you're not supposed to be crying men don't cry like i just i just feel like that's just so stupid for sure those are definitely things that i've heard from people growing up um like even if it's something as simple as not even a mental health thing even if it's something as simple as an injury a lot of uh male children are are raised to be like oh men don't cry you know suck it up like just 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 push yourself through it and that does affect a lot of people in a negative way because you're basically yeah when you're older you're just gonna uh, oppress those like issues yeah oppress suppress suppress yes yes. there we go (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that really does affect you when you get older because if you're raised to think that way then most people who are raised to think that way will never really see the other side of the coin and we're not you know comparing the way anybody feels to anybody else because you know of course this is all very situational and and a a lot of it is by you know circumstance but i think generally in society i think it has kind of been the trend for you know quite a while now that you know the toxic the toxic masculinity thing has really been 
prominent in society and uh you know coming from two guys we also want to reach out to all the male audience and say you know it is equally as okay for you to feel any kind of way that that you do and of course we're not saying that like we do like it's or we're not saying that like it's hard it's not okay we're not saying that it's easy for us to just express emotion and just like cry it out and just like do all of that. It's still pretty difficult, you yeah. know, or at least it's difficult to do in like front of people or going to people. Like it's still pretty hard no matter what. Yeah. But we do like figure out ways to like deal with it and figure out how to like still talk about our feelings and, you know, maybe, maybe cry, maybe, yeah. maybe shoulder cry on, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think a good way to really show you guys what we're talking about i think it might be good for us to talk about ourselves a little bit experiences yeah because um if you can relate to us then that automatically goes to show that you're not alone in the way that you're feeling um i definitely have pretty i'd say generalized anxiety i don't think it's over any like one particular thing yeah, like uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think mine is generally triggered from one certain thing. There are definitely things that make it worse than others. I personally worry a lot about my health, so like if I notice that one thing is wrong, I will go on Google and like you know no, yeah. put myself I, down I, the I, rabbit I, hole I, of no, yeah, I'm I get, dying. I get <laughs> exactly what you mean, and it's interesting because I remember talking about um, I you know like I was having a rough time last weekend yeah. and how I was just like struggling a little bit mentally. And like it was like I think it was like the first time I've ever really opened up to you, meant like with that type of stuff. And I just remember you saying, "No, yeah, same." Yeah. And I was like, "What? You, you too?" Everything <laughs> is so much more common than you probably think it no, is. No, yeah, you and you just like no, yeah, like yeah, I no, yeah, I felt every single thing that you've ever felt. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean by like when your mind is just racing nonstop all the time, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh no, cool, cool, cool." I wish that I could go back in time. And say to my middle school self when I oh, first began God. to like feel Oof. all these different feelings, I wish I could go back in time and be like, you know what, like it's gonna be oh, fine. God. Middle school, <laughs> middle school me was going through it, man. That was just one of the lowest points of my life. I think you'd be surprised, genuinely. I think you'd be surprised how Everyone. difficult of a time middle school and high school is for a lot of people. Like I, I know a lot of people and and particularly adults i find say that being in middle school and, and high school is the best time of your life enjoy it while you have it because you're gonna get yeah older. i don't but i <laughs> i i was like what's so good about this i was yeah. like what are y'all talking first about off, first i was like what's off, the hype about like what mental health aside first off middle school is prison you you can't do anything it was worse than high school yeah you would think that it would get worse when you get older no it was way worse in middle school than in high school like it's so weird because when you're in like kindergarten right you feel like you have a lot of freedom because a lot of the times you're doing like very easy pointless things and you like you know teachers can't be too strict in kindergarten because what are you gonna do like like scream at a child for talking when they're in kindergarten like come on so obviously when you're in kindergarten you feel a little free and then elementary school is also cool because you get those cool teachers sometimes they're like instead of doing anything in class today we're gonna go out and do some kickball you know yeah but then you get to middle school and everything is is just such a drastic turn like god damn (laughs) and that's when you're like your hormones are just going you know what i mean the hormones are going no and there i'm i'm letting y'all know 
your lowest point in life it's probably going to be middle school. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, possible. Of course, it's there's possible. Other, of course, there's other. I wouldn't say your on. life. I would say your early life. I'd say I'd say your beginning to t- upper teen to 20s, development. To 20s, yeah. early twenties. Like yeah. probably not the happiest you're going to be. Yeah, no. <laughs> you're going to have a lot of low. There's no matter what, you're going to have a low point in middle school. Like a lot of them. Like maybe like once a week or like every period. The only thing I miss about middle school is having some of the friends that I had and don't have anymore. But besides that. Middle school really was not it. It like middle school sucked. And then high school got better because you did have a little more freedom. And college is actually like really fucking cool. top tier. Yeah, top tier. My, my college was pretty. When sick. people say my best life was in college, correct? Yeah. No, <laughs> so yeah, far, yeah, that's I, correct. <laughs> I have definitely benefited the most out of being in college. Absolutely. And I the the sense of freedom is nice. You know, particularly because I don't live at home and really when I'm at school. I enjoyed the freedom. No, yeah, <laughs> like I, 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 I kind of like being independent and on my own and not reliant of my family because I can just like do what I want to when I want to. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of my point. Like I wish I could go back to middle school because now things are like fine. And middle school was like, bro, this fucking sucks. Like if this mm-hmm. is what my life is gonna be like forever, then like shit, I don't want to do it. No, yeah. But I wish I could go back now and show them that like. Show myself that, you know, it does get better from there. Absolutely. I just want to give my, like, younger self hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, like, damn, Shadi, it'll get better. I swear. I swear. And at that age, I will say, I didn't want to share anything with anybody. Now I'm a very open person because I, you know, I've gone through all that stuff in my own head. And I kind of figured out that, yeah, everybody else is feeling this way too. But when you start feeling that way for the first time... And I know we're not supposed to have any of a younger audience, but if we do, I kind of direct this towards you. Um, it's going to feel like you can't talk to anybody when you first get these feelings because it's going to be the first time and you're just going to think in your head, what if I'm going insane? Like, what if nobody else feels this way? Mm-hmm. But trust me, almost everybody you know is probably going through the same But no one way. will ever say anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless you're like sitting by like a campfire and you're all around just getting deep. That's fun though. No, yeah, that is no, absolutely. But that's but like that's why it's the best. Like that's in middle school, and you're just doing that around like summertime, and you're like, guys, yeah, I've been going through it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And I just want to follow my dreams. (laughs) And and it's interesting because when you if when in high school you realize like you're like a lot more able to talk about it, and you get closer with your friends because they're also going through some stuff, and life just gets easier when you like are able to have that one person just to like go to you know and it's definitely easier as you get older and i'm not saying this for everybody because for some people it's definitely not the case but i know for me personally and this definitely applies to a lot of people um as you get older talking to adults becomes easier because at that point you basically are an adult so it's like you're kind of just relating with that sort of age group now Yeah. after 15 they'll look at you differently yeah no because I obviously, when I was in middle school and stuff, I didn't tell my mother anything. Like, I didn't talk to my parents about that kind of stuff. But now that I'm older, I'm pretty comfortable talking to them about it because I, they, it's, it's kind of weird. It kind of goes both ways because parents won't tell you the way they're feeling until you're older, too. Because I guess they assume that you don't like understand no. these things yeah 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 I so yeah that's it, happened it, to me you guys like like children and parents will kind of meet up at a certain point around like the age of like 16 
where the kid just finally decides to be like, mom, I've been going through some shit. <laughs> and then the mom will be like, yeah, yeah, you know, I got you. But it takes up until then. So that definitely probably contributes to why people feel like they can't talk to them about it. Yeah. So I feel like parents themselves aren't necessarily the most open sometimes. Yeah, especially because tr- they're trying to look like they're the strong person inside and yeah. outside. And, you know, I'm not a parent, but I totally understand where that point mm-hmm. of view comes from. Absolutely. Because you're, you know, you're trying to be the... Best version yeah. of, your, of like yourself. In you're front trying of your to child. be the light in their life and yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. But at some point, I think it is also a little bit good to be real and yeah. genuinely be your authentic self. Whether or not it has Every once some in a while, bad connotations. Yeah. yeah, and I think, and to people who like do like have like maybe just one parent or maybe both that just don't will or or will never understand like your feelings i'm like truly sorry but like there there are people that are willing to listen i promise you 100 percent. uh keep in keep in mind your your role model i guess and the person you look you look up to the most definitely does not have to be your parents absolutely i know that a lot of people are raised that way to be like oh yeah you know you gotta love your parents with your whole heart and tell them everything and and talk to them about anything but some parents just aren't genuine just genuinely are not fit for that or a good person <laughs> yeah and some parents are definitely not good people either so you're also gonna just like have moments when you're growing up like very like have a lot of like spite towards your parents for no reason just because like hormones yeah. are just gonna get to you and you're you might go into like this depressive state of of just like why can't like our relationship be more or why can't i just go talk to them why does it have to be like this and or it might be your anxiety saying, I'm just, like, so scared of, like, doing something where it just might prevent me from even building more onto the relationship that we already have. Yeah. Know? One saying that I really do believe in, and I always have believed in it growing up, is your friends are the family that you get to choose. And Absolutely. That, that to me, is a very powerful statement because for a lot of people, their family mm-hmm. are not actually yeah they're they're not either they're not blood or they're not really reliable people to look up to Mm -hmm. and that's why i'm telling you man i'm telling you it is perfectly okay for you to have people to look up to that are not in your immediate family at all like you could have friends who could be your i wouldn't say parental figure but they'll give you the type of guidance that you need in that kind of sense you can that could definitely be a friend it could be a different family member doesn't have to be your parents you know there's plenty of people you can you can go to absolutely and there's you know like there's counselors at school um majority of high schools have psychiatrists you know to help you out especially if you're like maybe having like a very depressive episode or a panic attack and you just need a um of course you do have to be mindful but like, you can't just say, say anything to them due to the fact that like if you are like even jokingly like gonna harm yourself they're unfortunately do have to tell yeah they somebody. do have to take it seriously yeah yeah um it's it's really weird because sometimes i think about the fact that when i was in elementary school and before like this wasn't like a thing like not that it wasn't a thing but i'm saying like generally in humans i I, I didn't get anxiety when I was in elementary school and beforehand. And it's weird because life was so effortless and very, very bliss when I was that young. And it's weird to think that there's a point where, like, one day you just become so self-aware 
that it's like, oh, wow, I exist and I can feel. It's like I, I always I, I always wish that I could go to the day where I really truly became self-aware and it just clicked in my head that I was just like a sentient being. I think mine was the same way. I, I definitely do think I had like a sense of f- fear more con- like more than like a usual person when I was younger due to the- but I, and, like for me I went through like a lot of traumatic things like when I was yeah. young and uh, I it's like hard to remember my childhood. I don't know if that's like bad to say, but I just know like it was like really rough to like go through when I was little so it was like really hard to remember like basic things about my childhood childhood yeah. but I remember like getting finally happier in like high school and I just like re- I remember like crazy details in high school because I was just genuinely so happy but I remember like a lot of elementary school moments or like middle school moments where I, I just truly I just truly cannot remember because it was yeah, so that does happen a lot for and, a lot of people they just yeah. like block out completely whole memories because they just don't want to remember it yeah and it, it's maybe it's not even it wasn't even blocking out like traumatic moments i think it was just like like since i never really i never wanted to think about my childhood maybe like my brain yeah. was just like you just don't remember it at that point you know because you haven't thought about it in so long or something yeah like that. it could also be that just like for some people it's definitely the fact that just so many things happen in such a short short span of time that it's just generally difficult to remember all of those things happening because if you get a lot of information thrown at you at any given time like the chances of you remembering all of it are probably quite slim so you know especially if they're like not positive experiences that you wouldn't want to remember then you're probably not going to remember them from being that young and um it's it, it's very strange <laughs> because i every time i see like a picture or a video of me when I was under a certain age, I'm like, dude, like, I wish I could remember those days. Like, I wish I could remember what I felt at a young age. Mm. Because I genuinely can't even remember how, like, being in my own body felt. You know what I mean? Jesus. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> no, no I know exactly like, what I, you mean. Because I'm saying, I know. like, I just don't know how it felt to be at that time like i genuinely just can't remember like any specific day or the way my body felt the way my brain worked i can't remember any of it and it's so bizarre interesting no yeah i i think i know what you mean just by like if having a memory and you're just like i don't know any specific day or how i like truly felt yeah or like how it felt to be in that body at that yeah. time i know exactly what you mean because yeah. like i know the way I felt and the like the, the way my brain worked and how I thought all the way back to like three four years ago but after you go past a certain point it's like like what how did I even think like how did I process mm-hmm. information and it's kind of funny because my dad's been texting me a lot lately and reminding me of my childhood because he'll go like he'll send me pictures of me as a kid mm-hmm with like a huge smile on my face and you're like what the fuck (laughs) because i had a generally happy childhood like for me things got a little worse as i got older like to be completely open with you guys as high school started approaching like towards the end of middle school my parents decided to split and you know that obviously hit me pretty hard because as a child my my childhood was pretty damn good 
like I had a, I had a good family. I was financially stable. I, you know, had an older brother who I used to hang out with all the time. Things were just good. I was living the normal Your average life. life yeah. yeah. But, you know, as I got older, like reality started to hit and real things started to happen to me. And like I didn't even experience the first loss of a family member until two two or three years ago you know so i didn't really like know what what family issues were like then i definitely went through some traumatic things in early middle school I, i definitely did go through a lot of like pretty traumatic things that definitely still affect me but like i didn't know about any family issues like apart from my social life i was living a pretty damn good life anyway my dad keep keeps sending me like pictures and videos of me like super happy being a kid and he'll text me and be like yeah i remember when you were so happy and energetic and 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 he he'll literally say to my face one day it's like a switch went off and now you're just so mellow and relaxed and and you just don't really want to do anything and it's like oh my gosh and he'll get like sad about it like he'll get upset because he'll be like yeah and i know like he probably like means like the best intentions but like, yeah no is... i don't take it in a negative way because he's, <laughs> he's literally just like reminiscing about yeah, yeah, yeah. my but, early life but that that is i feel like for me yikes i don't know I don't, oh yeah it made me sad i would have i would have taken it to heart a little bit only due to the fact that like damn like my dad's saying that like i just became so different and like more of like a depressive way and like shit man no, no I, yeah, I definitely took it to heart. that that my mom my mom said the same thing because I, I my mom it's i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bash my mother or anything but it's a little harder for her to understand like mental health and all that jazz but my my dad was like probably like the person to go to if i ever really needed to talk to i yeah. remember like because he's like you know, like, traditional, like, he's the man of the house, so obviously he's gonna stress out if, like, something is just, like, not planning correctly or going correctly, and I remember my mom going, and I was like, do you remember when you were... <laughs> sorry. Oh, no. I was like, it was just, sorry, I, I'm just laughing to, like, cope with it. When, the, when there's a laugh before it, you know it's really traumatic. <laughs> Literally, uh, she goes, yeah, I remember when you were happy? <laughs> or, like, oh, remember when, like, you didn't say that you had like anxiety <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah Bro. thanks <laughs> that's life well, remember like... do i remember yeah 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 i do I thank do. you thank you thank you for like reminding me now that i remember <laughs> thank you so much i really appreciate it <laughs> yeah <laughs> man no th- those those comments are definitely taken to heart yeah, i yeah. like i know my dad didn't mean anything by it like he, no, he wasn't like trying to say like oh yeah you're a worse person now or anything but when I was younger, I was like over hyper active and yeah. I would just like run around and like throw tantrums and shit and just throw things. But I was also, you know, very playful and I liked to like, you know, I was very full of love. And I at some point I kind of just mellowed out because especially like at the end of at the end of uh, middle school, like when my parents split and everything, I became very isolated because, you know, they were very stressed out on their own dealing with their own shit. It's not like I could like really go to them and say a bunch of shit i had a lot of friends who helped me out but like i wasn't gonna try and say all that shit to my parents because they were going through it for themselves at that time you know? oh no yeah that that that's a big thing too like if there's something like really like family ways like going on and yeah. like you know and you're like in middle school and you know that it's going on 
and you see that your parents are like in some sort of distress like it's really hard to go to them if yeah. you feel like you're feeling down or like upset because you don't want to just also put that burden onto them again yeah that's what i was saying before like it's like super situational and i know that you know lo- like good loving parents would definitely put you first before Absolutely. any other issues because a lot of parents have the child first ideal which is great but when you're young but, like you just don't you just don't really truly realize that that's the that's the case yeah and and even now honestly like if they were going through their own shit like you know i'm especially being older now like i can handle my own shit a little bit better than mm-hmm. i could then yeah. you know because i i have the experience so even now like if they were going through shit i wouldn't want to put that kind of burden on them um but yeah no <laughs> it's just my dad said that to me i was like shit man like what did happen <laughs> you know because I, I, I kind of think it's just me getting old, but it, it made me really think because I was even talking to Ryan about it. I was like, I was like, dude, did like, did something happen to me? Like, did I go through something like oh, yeah. that? But, you know, I think I was just a, di- I, I was just a, I was just a hyper kid. I think that's what it is. And I definitely like, you know, became less, uh, I don't want to say loving because I do love a lot of people, but I just didn't show it as much. Now, I now you. I don't show it as much. Oh, I, I love I you love too, you. I love I you, love bro. Love... Oh, fuck. Oh shit, we're getting sentimental. Oh, this we don't do this a lot, guys. Yeah. Me and him. Yeah, we don't. We're definitely gonna make it up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He's right though. <laughs> but um, I actually want to go back, backtrack a little bit about okay. our experiences a little bit more and yeah. with anxiety because when would it really like made me happy when you said like same yeah when it came to like me like expressing my feelings and things that i was going through last weekend and i was like what the fuck i was like what i i said it and then you go no exactly i know exactly what you're talking about i'm like that's interesting because i i I haven't opened up it's like really hard for me to open up but when it comes to opening up to my friends it takes a bit for me to get there to that point um so for your anxiety, I know you and me, we really, we really go through it, and I think our anxiety has really humbled us in life, and really gave a lot more appreciation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so one of the things that I caught, it was like my mind just never stops. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've met other people with anxiety, and like generalized anxiety disorder, and. Uh, they, they they i've just never heard, like heard anybody else say yeah my mind is constantly racing yeah my does not stop bro like i could be thinking about like 20 things at the same time yeah. and just like it could be things in the future things in the past things that i have to do right now like it's just it's insane so what i want to ask is like how do you like do you, or hopefully you, hopefully you have an answer but like how do you cope with just like so or this, at least how have you like dealt with it for the past couple of years yeah yeah this this is a good question and i've actually been asked this also by ryan recently because um oh uh, the three know. latinos going through it man yeah literally, <laughs> anxiety literally. Disorders, I, man. I, I, I was I, i've been asked this question a few times before and i really do like helping people because i think that my answer for this is probably like pretty insightful um i think the best thing to do is find a hobby or something that you really love to do and regardless of how 
like a expensive it is to do b difficult it doesn't matter just fucking do it because one thing that you will find is when you have anxiety like that especially generalized anxiety where so many things can can trigger it if you aren't doing anything with yourself then it only gets worse no yeah because if <laughs> literally because i know a lot of people i used to do it too when i would get anxious i would just shut down and like isolate myself and just lay down but that is the worst thing you can do worst because it, the minute you're alone in your own space like a lot of like sometimes it works for people they'll be like yeah i gotta desocialize and take a breather and just you know let it go and, no, and yeah. that and works some, for some, some people and, but also like that is like the correct solution in some cases yeah but if you're like going through an anxiety attack or something and you decide oh yeah i'm just gonna go lay down the second you isolate yourself whatever intrusive thoughts you're having are only gonna get worse because you're not doing anything to distract yourself you're you're feeding in to the negative thoughts that are going through your head so like what i like to do like if i'm anxious about something i'll just instantly start writing music because that will distract me like the more i focus on it and if i actually write something that like i can put real work into the second it becomes a song i'm already so deep into it that i've forgotten about my anxiety um something else that is really good for that because uh for a lot of people it gets worse over time because it'll kind of consume them in a way where they don't want to do anything so like they'll get like basically a level of depression with it where they're not going to want to leave their house they're not going to want to do anything besides just be to themselves but also that's not necessarily the best thing to do because while it may be hard not to do that going outside really helps i just was taking a breather outside it can absolutely yeah, help you like the sun in general on a sunny day literally scientifically proven to make you feel happier yeah i was like i was talking to ryan about it today because it was beautiful outside today for the first time in and like weeks too. and yesterday and tomorrow it's gonna be gorgeous so we were just sitting outside. Ryan and I were literally on the roof of my house today. We just laid there and we were like, we were Vibing. like, why don't we do this more often? You know, like, why don't we just appreciate nature? Because it's very easy in your life to get caught up with all the stresses of life, whether Absolutely. it's school, work, self projects that you want to complete. It's okay to hold yourself to standards, but don't push yourself, man. You know, take some time, Yeah. you know, relax, do something you really love to do. And if that's also your work, great. Then that's also a way to dedicate yourself and get rid of your anxiety. But if, you know, you need to go on a walk, take a hike, you know, go get food, you know, just sit outside, do it. You know, mm -hmm. don't life is too short to to to, to just sit waste around. all the good yeah. things and sit around and do nothing. You know, don't I know it's easier said than done, but really like try your best not to let anxiety like that consume you because yeah, I agree. it is preventable and also if you need to get medical help there's there's plenty of great options i know so many Absolutely. people who it actually does really help them personally for me i have never gotten like true medical help for that just because i've, I've never okay yeah so also when i say i have anxiety i'm like self-diagnosed but like yeah I just, I'm not like, I'm not, not to say that I'm dumb, but I'm not dumb. Like, it's just like, I know if I go 
I'm I'm gonna be told that I have yeah. generalized anxiety disorder. I'm An- just like anxiety is very easy to self-diagnose. Like, yes, I, it's like, not like hard. I know a lot of people like shit on other people. Like, oh, you haven't gone to a doctor and gotten diagnosed, but you're just attention-seeking. But anxiety is so fucking easy to there's, detect. Yeah, like, there's also like <laughs> no reason to just go to the doctor and just be like, oh, I ha- I have I have anxiety. Okay, cool. If you're gonna go to the doctor for like to get tested, like you're gonna get tested to see if you can maybe like get some sort of like medication yeah. or like maybe therapist, you know, like, yeah, it's not, there, there's no reason if you know, you can handle it well, at least like there's no reason for you to just go to the doctors and be like, yeah. And that, that's, that's anxiety? my thing because, um, I, you know, I think medication is a great solution for a lot of people. And I think it really does work for me personally. I I kind of like to go through these things and figure it out myself. Not, I don't like to go through it, but I like to figure it out <laughs> on my own because, no, but I, I like, like to damn, feel that character development was just at its peak right there. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like to feel like I can go through these things on my own and I like to learn from my lessons because like for me, I think that if I figure it out on my own, then I'll know how to prevent it better in the future without having to rely on external sources. Therapy is great. Medication is great. And for a lot of people, it works. But for me, and this is good advice to people who don't want to take medication or anything like that, too. I, you know, I think it is really good to figure it out on your own as well. Yeah. Because you'll you'll know how to deal with it after that. Yeah. You know, it, it'll lessons get easier. Are, some of these lessons that, like, anxiety teaches you, they're going to be a bitch. They're yeah. going to be, like, Harvard lessons. They're going to, like, kick <laughs> your butt, bro. Literally. Yeah. It's just... I, I I don't even know how to express the, like the things that I've learned about myself from anxiety and like uh, the appreciation that I've gotten from it. Yeah. And you know, and I also think anxiety's really traumatized me, which made me really funny, you know? <laughs> and I, I'm truly grateful for that. Yeah, but, um, Honestly, all things considered, there yeah. are really good messages to learn from anxiety. As no, much absolutely. as anxiety sucks, it can really like open your mind to appreciating the mm. world more because if it like honestly if it wasn't for anxiety i probably wouldn't have wanted to go and work so hard on like having a personal workflow i wouldn't wait wait wait, wait. i wouldn't be creative like the i wouldn't yeah. be as creative if i didn't have it yeah like i truly would i probably would get like a nine to five job which is not bad it's just that that's truly not for me like, yes I, <laughs> and that's the, that's my thing too I okay me making music that is what I want to do for my life and everybody tells me that is not safe you got to have a backup plan you're like it's a really hard industry you probably won't succeed all of which possibly true however (laughs) however if it wasn't for anxiety and the things that I've been through then I wouldn't have the thought in my head that you know this this world is not worth it if i'm not doing what i want to do my life will be wasted if i get a regular nine to five job and ignore what my real passion is you're not going to do what you love and that doesn't apply to everybody but for me that certainly applies and if i didn't have anxiety or any mental issues to really push me through that and show it to me then i probably wouldn't think this way (laughs) which is really shocking but yeah and uh, we've had this conversation before this is honestly the reason why we started this podcast because i I remember having the five hour conversation like three four months prior before we started we were we were just like 
talking and i remember like you and me for some reason and to this day if we have a conversation about like what our plans are for the podcast and whatever we just have like the same mindset you know like we say we have the same like goals and ideas and how we're gonna achieve it and i think that's pretty amazing but also like i for me like i'm the same way just with like acting but like acting and directing producing you know like i just when like i get like really stressed out or like i need like a depressor depressor right that's like the correct word sure sure depressant yeah yeah whatever like we're not english majors yeah Uh, (laughs) english isn't my first language so (laughs) um i literally just write like write a script like for a short film maybe for like a pilot for a tv show coming to you soon um <laughs> let's go <laughs> you know and i think you're absolutely right that's that is the same thing that i do when it like it comes to like being very stressed out or if i have like a panic attack which yeah. which i i'm better with it now i used to like get them quite frequently but i i think it was it's been like a three years since i've gotten my last one. Oh well a week ago was actually my <laughs> my last one but when you said um when you're alone and you're not doing anything it gets worse it true like at least for like our conditions like it truly does because yeah the reason why i had a panic attack <laughs> i was at work mind you right it was super slow but i had so much going on i had we had to record two episodes that weekend i had to uh go to this concert and like i know that's like so stupid like saying that's like a priority but like yeah it, but you planned it you know what i mean like it's a yeah. set plan that you're gonna do that and I've, you know, I had a, a bunch of assignments. I had to contact a couple people. I had to figure out, uh, I'm moving at the moment. So, like, that's also just another stress on that. So, like, I was just thinking about all those, like, things. I was also thinking about my future, which was, like, also stressing me out. Because I'm, like, sometimes I just have a mental breakdown. But, like, how can I make it? And then I'm really, I'm a badass. So, I'm going to make it. And I just remember it was completely dead for, like, maybe 30 minutes. It was just really boring at work. And I was just standing there, just, like, thinking about everything. And I just, I couldn't, like, help myself. Like, I just, and mine was, like, when I get a panic attack, it's not really, like, you'll notice. You'll know if I have a panic attack. Like, it's not, like, where it's um, more common when people, like, just, like, sit there and, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's more quiet. Mine's more, like, a bit, um obvious, I guess. Yeah. But, like, it's not obvious. It's just me like you can tell that i'm like kind of freaking out and like i'm moving a lot yeah so i was just standing in one place and i'm just like freaking out i remember like going in my head just like covering it just like relax like you're fine you're fine and it was it was pretty bad i and i think my manager saw and was like you can go (laughs) yeah you're good good. no shout out to katie shout out to katie bro no yeah i i actually uh, I haven't seen her since last Friday, and I, today I had work, and I was like, "Yeah, thank you for letting me go," because I just want to let you know I was having a panic attack. She goes, "Yeah, no." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh, cool, cool, cool." cool Honestly, cool. It, it is kind of hard to not make it obvious because a lot of people, the most common things that I see is that people will pace and that they'll get super quiet, and like I kind of do the same shit. One thing that I do a lot is I don't know why I do this. It's just like a bad habit at this point. But like well, when I have a panic attack, so yeah, yeah. Like it. I don't yeah, think it's a really habit. <laughs> You're kind of but, forced to do it. But um, I'll like put my hand on my heart and feel my heartbeat when I'm when I have like a panic attack. Oh, interesting. Because I oh like 
panic attacks just make me feel like I'm having a fucking heart attack. Like my heart will just pound out of my chest. And it, 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 it's a same, lot yeah. of like, it is a lot in my head, but the physical symptoms that a panic attack brings on bother me more than whatever I'm panicking. About. Oh yeah. Like mentally I'm like, I could, I, I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> but physically I'm like, all right, chill. But then once I start feeling like that, like you'd be surprised how physical panic attacks are. There's so and when you bad, get them man. frequently, Dude, they take a toll on your body. They like, at the by the end of the day, you're gonna feel exhausted. Absolutely. Yeah, just that, just by having like one that physically was like demanding, you're gonna like be tired by the end of the yeah. day. Yeah, and if you have multiple within a week, by the end of that week, I'm telling you, you're you're shot because yeah. it really is physically taxing. Your heart races and and your brain is doing so much. You're like it does make you tired physically. There's so much chemically going on and that whole all the physical stuff i'll freak out about one thing in my head but then by the time five minutes go by whatever that thought was is gone and now it's just i'm freaking out about the way my body feels when i'm having a panic attack i'm like this no, is so fucking yeah, weird yes. no i know exactly what you're talking about i was at work and I, I don't remember the exact problem that i was having i think it was like a script i had to write for my television class and it was it was it's it's like a lot we were recording it live and posting it so yeah. it was like, oh maybe not live but we were recording it so to post it on the website so and i was directing so i'm like fuck man like this is like stressing me out like the the format was completely different from television one instead of like and now i'm in yeah. television two so i'm like fuck like yeah. damn this is like stressing me out and i'm at work i'm like i truly cannot do anything about it so i don't know why i was panicking about it like i had time because you said we weren't recording that friday which was fine like you told me like i think the day before yeah which was like giving me a heads up but for some reason my mom was like it's mm, time for a mental breakdown baby <laughs> it's time <laughs> yeah. for it's time for you to it's time for you to just like feel like you're dying <laughs> dude i get that because i'll be doing something <laughs> that is totally <laughs> sorry i'm not laughing because like it's funny but like i'm no it is funny <laughs> like for okay. me it's like my mind yeah. like it's just funny to like to like watch back i like, feel like in hindsight all the things that you freak out about eventually you realize how stupid it is yeah, like, like it's not so, stupid like, to have them. Yeah, but it's like stupid to look back on. You're like, that's embarrassing. Why did I do that? <laughs> Can I tell you a funny story? Actually, this yeah, is go for it. this is gonna be proof as to how fucking dumb it can be, <laughs> but how real it is for a lot of people. This, I'm telling you, this is going to be the single what? most dumbest panic attack story you've ever heard okay. in your life. I think okay. it's I think it's fucking hilarious. So. I was really this is this is around the time that my grandmother had passed away. Mm-hmm. So I was really on edge for like a few months. And I'm I'm so hesitant to even tell this. I <laughs> know me too when I was talking about my panic attack. But this one's really dumb. So I was watching the animated Avengers series in bed at like two in the morning. Okay. Wait. (laughs) Sorry. Continue. 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 (laughs) And in that episode, what happened? Oh my god! No. (laughs) Sorry. I think I know. Just continue. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, the moon blew up in that episode, and basically it was like an end of the world situation Mm -hmm. in the episode. There were like tsunamis everywhere and stuff like that, and I thought to myself, "Wow, I am." on a floating space rock 
And if one thing goes wrong with the moon, I'll just be dead. Like, my whole life revolves around the laws of nature and the laws of physics. And that freaked me out. I knew it. I and just I knew had, it I had the worst panic attack I've ever had in my life. I thought I was having a heart attack. And I literally went to the ER because oh God. I was that panicking that oh, bad. Wow. Over a fucking Avengers I knew it was animated that too. series. I like I well I didn't think it was the moon. <laughs> yeah. But I just but, knew it was like some sort of like natural event that just like because you that out. That freaks me out. No, everybody who knows me knows that like like I think yeah. it's really cool and I love talking about it. Mm-hmm. But on the contrary, yes, when I really <laughs> think about it and I'm like like oh my god, I live on a floating space rock in the middle of nowhere. And it the nothingness just keeps getting bigger. And you just think about that and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that freaks me out. But yeah, no, dumbest panic attack no, story I, ever. Well, over yeah. over the Avengers Co- animated series. This is this is proof though that the worst physical reactions can literally come from nothing. No, yeah. Like nothing. Um, and you'll look back and be like, that was so like, dumb. Anxiety ain't real. Damn, are you sure? Because it really be affecting my life a whole lot. <laughs> I can't even watch the Avengers no more. <laughs> Literally, like y'all, like, what do you mean it's not real? No, but I actually okay. So I actually want to see if we have like any similarities when it comes to like. Uh, okay. So for me, a panic attack. Yeah. Starts off by as we talked about freaking out about a certain thing, but for me, it then branches out to a lot, and then I'm like moving a lot then i'm really like then i'm realizing i'm moving a lot and then if there's people around i'm just like now i'm like cautious about myself and like people are looking at me or but no one's looking at me but i'm still thinking people are looking at me yeah and then it's um starts with my mind racing like way faster than usual and normal pace it's still pretty fast you know what i mean yeah and then um my heart or not my heart my chest gets like a bit like tight so I'm like, fuck, chill. And then I, like, for some reason, I just, like, forget to breathe or something. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, chill. Don't make noises because people are going to, like, listen. You're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're, yeah, like, yeah, scared. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so embarrassing, like, to talk about, you know what I mean? But yeah. it, it's pretty common. It's, it's so humanistic. It's yeah. Like, but so it's like, that, that's what happens in public. Okay. But I, I had a panic attack again. I think it was like Monday night, this past Monday night, okay. and let me tell you, right before going to bed, my anxiety just wants to have. That's like, when it hits, man. That's literally, when it hits. that's when it truly. Because I'm like, all right, it's time to go to. I have to if I want to go to bed at a certain time, I have to do it an hour before because I'm in bed. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> The world's gonna end. I'm gonna die. I'm, <laughs> Literally. I'm like, I'm gonna Literally. die. I think about like every traumatic moment that's ever happened in my life. I think about every single embarrassing moment that happens in my life. Oh, that's the worst when you suddenly remember an embarrassment. <sighs> no. Especially with like my anxiety. If I think about an embarrassment, I'm like, you're so stupid. Yeah. Like, why why would you ever you want to go back and change it, but don't then you, you can't. Yeah, and then like your body is like clenching, I'm like can't do anything about it <laughs> but it uh, but that like but this past monday it was like it was it was a bit rough because i think i think it was like triggered by like a television show because it was just like really like hardcore and had to yeah. deal with like mental illness and i was like mm, for some reason like but usually i'm okay with that like usually like it helps me i'm like okay 
I'm not alone. Like, people are always so, like, you know. But for some reason, I think it was just really triggering because I felt like it was really realistic. Yeah. And it had to do with, like, something similar that happened in, like, my life. So I think that even, like, triggered me a bit more. And I just remember, like, right before I go to bed, I was in bed. And then I was like, okay, wait, I don't feel, there's something just not right. So I went to the bathroom, washed my, like, spiced my face with water a little bit so I can, like, cool off. Drank water. And then I went back. And then I started, I just, I don't know when I realized, but it, I did that at 2 a.m. And then I guess I was pacing back for a while, just thinking about everything. And then it was, like, 2.45. Like, 45 minutes of me not realizing that I'm just, like, thinking about everything, just walking back and forth. And then... And I was just getting really overwhelmed. And I remember just, like, ha- breaking down. I sat on my bed. I was like, chill out. Like, yeah. you're okay. Like, Mario, you're fine. Yeah. Stop <laughs> freaking out, bro. Yeah. Like, and to calm myself down, I kind of, like, <laughs> it, it's a little silly, but I, like, hug myself. And I'm, like, rubbing, like, my arms. I'm, like, you're fine. Like, And then I start rocking back and forth, too. And I'm, like, you're fine. Like, you're okay. Yeah. You're fine. So then when I'm, like, cool, like, like calming down... I lay in my bed and, like, close my eyes, but then I'm, like, no, you're still not okay. <laughs> so, I, I'm, like, yeah. I still hug myself. I get comfortable, the most comfortable position, which is, like, probably, like, laying on my back. That's, like, the most comfortable position. And I'm, like, you're fine. You're, like, fine. You're fine. And then, I'm, I don't like it admitting this, but, like, I cried <laughs> straight up. Yeah. I just started crying. I was, like, you're fine. And I was, like, all right. And I guess, I, I guess I just woke up the next day. <laughs> that was the next memory. I don't know. So... Okay. With both of those, I have some similarities and some differences. Okay. Similarities is that in both situations, whether or not I'm with people, chest tightness is definitely a thing and pacing is definitely a thing. I will mm, almost okay. certainly do both of those when I'm with people. Um, I won't pace as much when I'm around people. You yeah. Know? Like, I think like it's more like in a, like, a little tiny circle. Yeah. And then when if it's by myself in my room... It's, it, that room became like a freaking track field, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, the one thing that I don't experience is when I'm with people, I don't get worried about whether or not they're noticing, and I don't get worried about the way they think of me. Oh, okay. But I would attribute that to me just being generally very open about these things mm-hmm. because I feel like, especially with people I'm like really close to, like, I talk about this kind of stuff a lot. And, like, if I'm feeling a certain way, like, usually I'll just, like, come out and say it. Like, I like I try my best not to hide it. Especially with Ev. Like, if I am feeling something, like, she's going to know that I'm feeling Oh, it. yeah. Like I'm, like, I'm not I feel like sometimes it. you also, like, show it. Like, you're just, like, you know, you're not, not like you're upset. Just, like, you know, you just don't feel... Yeah, like, when like, I'm in a bad you're... mood, it's, like, kind of easy to tell that I'm in a bad <laughs> mood. Because I'll just be, like, very, just, like mellowed out and just like you're just like yeah, okay shut up talking to me Stop yeah to me. <laughs> yeah literally but um yeah no when i'm when i'm alone and uh, the going to bed thing and realizing that i'm not okay is very very it's scary yeah it's it's scary bro. i used to get i think i'm gonna so, die so yeah no that's literally what that's it i feel like. literally just feel like i'm gonna die yeah i used to get so worried to go to sleep because I, I had, like, a really bad anxiety trigger because I used to get sleep paralysis all the time. Wait, can you can you, can you explain what that is? Okay, so sleep paralysis, <laughs> right? Um, It happens to only a handful of people. Yeah. I don't know a ton of people who've gotten it. Mm-hmm. But usually, uh, so, so basically the way it works is you 
are kind of caught in between the stage of fully falling asleep and being awake. So you kind of are, you kind of like, as you're falling asleep and you're still conscious, you just get a very heavy feeling and eventually you can't move like at all. Like, like you, cause, cause you know how when you sleep, oh, but you're conscious. Yeah. Like, you know how when you sleep, like, like really deep sleep, your body kind of like paralyzes itself so that you're not like thrashing around and like, like, like you can't really control your movements when you're asleep like that. Like you're not aware of Mm -hmm. everything you're doing. And the reason for that is so that you're not like, you know, like rolling around and throwing yourself off the bed when you're sleeping and stuff like that. Um, that's just something your body naturally does. But sometimes you can get caught in between the stages. So you'll be awake, but you will become paralyzed. So it, it doesn't necessarily feel like being fully awake, mm-hmm. which is weird. It's like it's like almost like a foggy dream. However, you're fully conscious. Like you can like try and move your limbs, oh. but it won't work. But th- you can you look start around freaking out because you can't move. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like like the first time I got it. I got really scared because, oh, like, wow. I was like, what the fuck? Like, you don't know what's happening. No, yeah, because you, can you look don't know up, what's going on. And, and it's weird. The only part of your body you can move is your eyes. So, like, your eyes will be open. And, and if like, you were looking at them from outside, like, if you were watching them, you would be able to see their eyes move. Like, like you're awake. Like, you're looking. But you can't move. And a lot of times, people will hallucinate with it. So, and, they'll start, oh, like, yeah, they'll yeah. start, like, real-life dreaming. But most of the time for a lot of people it's like scary things yeah like, like it's, it's like a creature yeah like no, a creature yeah, or a ghost yeah, yeah. I've or heard about noises this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i used to get it very frequently like there was oh, a point really? of time where i got it every night for like weeks on end oh whoa. so when was when was the weeks on end one um like what age? this i was probably 14 15 oh wow um yeah it was it was wow. really bad so like I would just be laying there and then eventually a feeling like if it happened to me now, I would be able to tell before it even happened. Mm -hmm. I'd be able to catch myself because you just get a really numb feeling like as you're falling asleep and it's hard to differentiate it between like just regularly falling asleep and and sleep paralysis. But then you'll realize like, oh, wait, I'm not sleeping, but I can feel my body numbing. So then you just can't move. And I remember the first time it happened to me, I was looking around and I was like, bro, what is going on? And I was freaking <laughs> oh out. I was God. trying to scream, but obviously you can't scream. So you'll like, oh. you'll like try to vocalize and like yell oh, for so people. Oh, so you feel like, do you feel like, um, you're like, do you feel like you're attempting to scream, but you're not yeah. able to, oh, yeah. okay, okay. Like, like you feel like you're trying to, but you can't. Oh, so like none of you like, so you can't move anything like outside of your body, nope. but like inside you can feel like. What's yeah yeah like oh. you can feel like you can feel pressure in your chest most people feel pressure well, in their yeah, chest and you can yeah. like you can try and wiggle your limbs like mm-hmm. you can literally feel your muscles try and move wow. but they're not going anywhere wow. so i i you know the first night i didn't know what to do i was like screaming and like mm-hmm. eventually it it ends eventually like but i kind of just had to ride the whole thing out so then, as it kept yeah, happening, was, eventually... Oh, sorry. sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, eventually, <laughs> as it began happening more, I closing my eyes so that I couldn't see anything. Because you can control whether or not your eyes are open. Oh, okay. So, I would just close my eyes. That's what I was And I, I would ask. hear noises, but I would just keep my eyes closed. 
there was this one really weird instance of it mm-hmm. where I was somehow able to pull myself off my bed like like but it was like I was like pulling like I was like grabbing furniture and like pulling myself out the bed and I went to turn on this light mm-hmm. right here and when I flicked the switch I fully woke up but I was back in bed Whoa. and the lights were off whoa that's crazy like genuinely but that's, that's what I was going to ask I was like how like how did it end or like how but like eventually I I think I, the reason I got it so much is kind of because I was afraid of it, so I was expecting it, and I oh, think so that's like, why I got like, it so much. Was just, yeah, like, ready for it. I think okay. I like tricked myself into getting it all the uh, time. You're like, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually, actually, eventually, it wasn't that bad because I kind of learned how to control it. So a really easy way to get out of it is you have to start wiggling your fingers and toes. Did you look it, it up? Yeah. Oh, so okay. you, so you have to, and and it works. Like this is how I would usually get out of it, and how I still get out of it you have to start wiggling your fingers and toes and you have to start trying to like thrash your body and eventually it'll work like eventually you'll just like fold over and you'll like wake up but that's like what it takes like like eventually you get like you'd regain control of like your hands when you keep wiggling like eventually you'll feel yourself being able to move and then you have to like thrash yourself off and i and like now i can control it really well i can literally feel myself if i'm going to have it i will stop myself before i have it but when I was getting it all the time and I didn't know how to prevent it before it happened yet, it was actually, it almost got like kind of fun at a point because I learned how to control myself in it so deeply that I wasn't afraid of it. I kind of thought it was cool. So I just like sat there and I was like, I can't move, but I wonder what I can do. People who learn on purpose and induce it onto themselves because if you can get past it and learn how to control it you can like physically lucid dream and you you know how like people lucid dream and they can control what's happening in their dreams you can do it like physically like in your real world with Mm -hmm. the things you're seeing like you can hallucinate a real situation yeah and like that's 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 sick i haven't done that but like i've gotten to the point where i can just lay there and just like kind of in Enjoy the weirdness about it and be calm <laughs> while it's happening yeah. which is kind of a cool thing but yeah that's kind of that's, that's how it ended i just oh, ended wow. up like overcoming it well was... can i ask when was like the last time you got one um i almost fell into one i almost fall into them quite often oh like like okay. like, like, like i will prevent myself from going into it pretty often so i'd say like maybe a week or two ago i almost oh, wow. went into one but i forced myself out you're like not this time yeah i did have to go to the doctor because it, it like really, i could imagine yeah it really I think scared I just wouldn't me get a, wouldn't be able to like get a good night's sleep yeah no because i was like duck what's happening i'm hallucinating one time i saw a girl like a horror movie girl in a white gown in the corner of my bedroom and like, like the the girl from the ring yeah 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 just like that like in the corner Whoa. of my room and like moving towards my like the foot of my bed and like i would hear like little girl laughing in my ear and like i'd see shadows walking out of these doors and, and shit like that i think i would shit myself oh yeah it was the most terrifying thing i've ever witnessed one time i got sucked into my bed like the mattress swallowed me and then i woke up the hallucinations are like really insane wow and like you're not in any actual harm and obviously none of that's happening yeah so you... but like it's so strange yeah what so with this whole lucid dreaming thing i actually i feel as though my dreams are more like like lucid dreams and more like very realistic when it comes to it but when my like anxiety is like um really maybe not really bad but just like 
you, it was I was just anxious that day. Mm-hmm. When I go to sleep, like it just my mind just won't stop either. So when I'm sleeping, my dreams are like very realistic. Yeah, but sometimes they're like good dreams, but like other times, of course, they could be like nightmares. Yeah, and they're like pretty realistic. I think I oh my gosh, it's like pretty bad. I think I was like surviving the zombie apocalypse. That's that's a fun dream. Though. Those are always pretty fun dreams. Zombie apocalypse. I don't know about dreams? this one, chief. Zombie apocalypse dreams, because you know I'd be playing a lot of zombie video. Well, games. yeah, you could be shooting. Yeah, but in yeah. this dream, I wasn't actually. Looking back at it now, I was kind of badass in the dream. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I was like, I survived. I mean, yeah. I was killing everybody, but there was like this really one traumatic part where it felt as though like my sister was getting attacked. Uh. So I literally just like. I started beating the shit out of everyone who's like Bruh. coming at her, bro. But then I realized she got like bitten. Oh, uh, do you have to kill her? No, no, no. I didn't kill oh, her in the dream. Okay. God, no. Okay. That's no. If I had to kill my sister in my dream, I would. I would find someone to help I mean, me. Yeah, I is, already said this on the podcast. But one time I had a dream where I murdered my whole family. That you have never said that really? on the podcast. Yeah, one time, one time, I, one time I had a dream. What? Where I murdered my entire family in their sleep with a hatchet. So, did you, like, talk to someone about this? No. I think that you should have. I mean, I'd obviously never do it. I think it was just a freak dream, but I just murdered... When you woke up, were you scared? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no? no. Oh, okay. Thank I, God. Thank no, God. No, I was, like, dry heaving because I literally watched myself cut my family members' heads off with a hatchet in my dream. Oh my God. Even my 12-year-old sister. I just... Okay, so, yeah. So, <laughs> for my dream, um, I didn't kill any, uh, anybody who wasn't already dead. Okay, but that's good. That's good. I think at one point I did kick my sister. <laughs> I was like, why aren't you running? <laughs> so I kicked her. <laughs> but I kicked her, like, a football field away. I'm like, all right, I'll catch up. <laughs> <laughs> he gave her the super punt. <laughs> yeah, but, like, she was fine. Like, when she landed, she was landed. Like, on like she was in, like, her. Oh, bro. She healed, man. Yeah, she... She's set for life. Yeah, bro. <laughs> she can take that. She can take anything. Yeah. Um, I actually wanted to take a moment to talk about depression now because I feel like we talked a lot about anxiety and the two do go in hand in hand a lot. I don't know if you've ever experienced like a depressive episode, but like I, I've had like a couple of those. Like I know I don't have depression. Well, I can't really say that because I'm not a doctor, but yeah. I, I have had like really bad like depressive episodes that like... I think I've had, like, I don't even know the number, but I remember last year, it was, like, the same time, actually. You you know the situation where I, like, was really just down down bad, but, like, yeah. not for women. <laughs> um, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> but, like, it was, I was just going through, like, a very traumatic event, because it was, like, the first time I was, like, ever gone through this. So, I remember just, like, feeling so, like, low. And it wasn't with my anxiety because usually I'm pretty good with handling my anxiety. Usually I'm like what you like what you do. Like I've like distract myself. Like I hang out with friends. I write a script. I make a TikTok video. Um, follow my TikTok. Um, but I remember this depressive episode lasted maybe like maybe like a month. You know, like just my mind was just so down in the dumps. It was like the longest I've ever had. That type. Yeah. Actually, maybe not a month. It was more like, maybe like two, two and a half weeks. But I just, I remember I skipped a lot of classes during that time. Um, I remember, I remember just really crying a lot <laughs> during this time too by myself in my room. I, I stopped going to work without even like calling 
And they were, like, really upset. But, like, after I obviously told them what was going on. Because I I just had to without getting fired. So I was like, yeah, I'm just, like, really down right now. I just don't know what to do. I'm sorry. I just cannot go. And the same thing for school. I didn't tell them until after the depressive episode, which kind of screwed me over. But my grades didn't really suffer that much. And I remember it was interesting because it was basically the opposite of, like, the anxiety where it was more like my mind isn't really racing it's more like just dead and like at one point just like thinking about one thing yeah and uh, i was very mellow and i remember it wasn't anxiety where i was like going through it at night right before i go to sleep it was as soon as i woke up where it really hit me i woke up and i'm like i just there's just no possible way for me to get up and it was it was so difficult and i i I mean like i like i guess i have my steps now i i know how to like do it like i never i never wanted to like self-harm or like like commit suicide but i just remember i was like wow this like really sucks and this feels like it's taking forever to like really get over it so i've i I don't know if you've ever like experienced that type um i've definitely had very depressive episodes Mm -hmm. Um, especially in middle school, uh, there was just like some pretty traumatic things that happened. Mm-hmm. So I definitely did have depressive episodes. I'm not going to go like too deep into the extent because for me, it's very personal and I only talk to like a handful of people about that kind of thing. Um, however, I will say, um, yeah, like it definitely was really really bad for me for a while um i completely agree with like it being a like a one thought kind of thing rather than like in contrast to anxiety i feel like it's my mind isn't racing with with like intrusive thoughts it's more of me thinking to myself like how am i gonna get out of this like i like i don't want to do this anymore it's basically for me it was like the trauma that i'm just thinking about and then I'm like, how am I going to get out of this? Yeah. And how, um, it was just, or like how to solve, yeah. Like, it, it was it's like, it's like, it was really hard because it's just like, like one of the things I thought about most is like, just like, how do I go on with my day to day? Like, how do I just, how do I just ignore it and then just like be normal? And I always thought that it was like, there was something like super wrong with me because it was really bad in contrast to a lot of people and i at the time i felt bad going to people for help um i i I definitely had to it it got really bad there was a point where i was having frequent meetings with my guidance counselor in middle school about me just being like super depressed and even in middle school i was having thoughts like it wasn't worth it and you know just really bad things like that um but yeah i i agree with like every point you've said on it it's definitely a lot less like anxiety where like it's like fast pace yeah yeah it's definitely not fast pace it makes your life feel super slow yeah and like you wake up every morning and you're like well here we go again it's not like nighttime where you're like oh my god how am i gonna do this how am i gonna do that like like what if i'm not successful yeah yeah, yeah. like like intrusive thoughts like that it's literally just you wake up in the morning and you're like I don't want to do another day of this. Well, yeah, me and my me and my dad like actually my dad like really helped me through that more than my mom because my mom again is just not really knowledgeable about uh, mental health, so she just thought it was like 
prayed away, which is like not the best thing to say to someone. But yeah. I remember going to my dad and we like related a little bit because he he understands because he's like he. I don't know if he's gone through, like, a depressive episode, but I know he's gone through, like, really bad mental states, and I, like, it's so weird, because when I wake up, I'm just laying there, I just look at the ceiling, and it's like, why, why can't I just get up? Like, why? I remember not answering the phone at all, like, I, the text messages, Snapchat, DMs, like emails from school asking if i'm okay because i got worried because i wasn't showing up all of a sudden um my relationships honestly that was the one thing that i was very shocked about but i think i'm also just surrounded by people who like really love me or whatever and then also just like understand because they've also gone through like things like this so i i'm not gonna lie like if if it wasn't for my dad my friends um my work being understanding and my school being understanding, I, I truly, like, I am truly am, like, very privileged when it came to that because yeah. a lot of situations, people are just like, I don't have any of that. So what what's the point on basically continuing, you know? Yeah. And it does bring them to a point where it's just too much, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I've known people who have been in that kind of situation where it's just really hard for them to have somebody to go to and it is quite upsetting but you know uh if you're like if you're also somebody who is on the receiving end of like somebody going to you for help like you know please do your best to help them because everybody it could truly mean everything yeah everybody's struggles are real and definitely don't downplay anything they're feeling. Everybody's struggles are real, no matter how intense they may seem to you. They, everything is very different for everybody. You know, everybody goes through different things. And I hate when people like compare their level of oh, trauma or things oh, that God. they've been through. That makes and, me so mad. Yeah, they're like, oh well, I went through this. You so, should like, be using that to help them feel not alone, not yeah. for you to be like, well, you shouldn't be sad. Yeah, so don't, don't don't. I'm compare. going through it right now. Yeah, like what? Don't compare your experiences with other people because they're 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 very different. Um, this episode has been going on quite long, so I think a good way to end it would and a great way to sum all of this up would be, um, please don't feel afraid to reach out to people who you love and that you know love you. Don't be afraid to reach out to them for help and. Uh, don't don't be afraid to to tell people how you really feel. It's definitely a hard thing to do. Definitely easier said than done. However, there are plenty of plenty of great ways to try and make yourself feel better. Yeah. And every time you think that there isn't a way out, and every time you think there that is, it's not worth it. Trust me. It'll get better. It'll get better. There's there, always improvement. Yeah. There's a way to go. There are things to do. To every time there's a low, better. there's a high. Yeah. Um. A quote that really truly helped me was, um, every day you're going to do your best, but every day your best will look different every single time. And that's the truth. You know, some days a success could be just literally getting out of bed and other days success could mean that you accomplished a lot of work that you're supposed to do. And I don't want anybody to ever like feel like they should give up because that's never the answer and there's always solutions 
also like reach out to us you know majority like for right now like our fan base majority of you guys are our friends and we're so down to have like a convo with you and just to make sure that you're okay yeah and so our future listeners we got you we We got got you you. i promise you in the end if you don't think anybody loves you we remember that we do you might be the worst person on the planet we love you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We are very, very thankful for you guys. If you think that nobody is, trust us. We are very thankful yeah. for also, you. Also, a big shout out to all our friends who have helped me and Jacob get yes. through tough times. And shout out family. to all you guys. I love you guys. You guys just watching this and listening to this. Damn, this helps was, us. This was like us. very heartwarming. I don't think it you and me have ever had this like deep of a talk. It was very good. Should we hug it out? We've never hugged before. Wait, chill. chill. Alright, you know what? No, no, he don't want to hug. No, me. no, we I do. It's just I, we've never hugged before. It's like it's like it's crazy. We'll save it for after. We'll make it real sentimental. Thank you guys for watching. Yeah. Alright. Love you guys. We love you. Stay Bye. safe out there, y'all. Peace out.